Good morning, Arkansas. Your morning show is on the radio. Good morning, Kelly Perry. And good morning, Brandon Baxter. All right. Here we are, Tuesday, April the 6th of 2021. Basketball season is over in college. It was a big game last night. The NCAA championship game from the Sweet 16. It came down to two. LJ Cryer's three won't go. Rebound. Kicked away, taken away by a steal, a steal for Mark Patterson, and Patterson will put the brakes on and dribble this one out. And the Baylor Bears do indeed bear down to knock off the unbeaten Gonzaga Bulldogs and claim the school's first men's basketball championship. Baylor 86, Gonzaga 70. So interestingly enough, if I go back and I reflect on us talking about that, I have predicted one basketball game the entire season. <laughs> Congratulations. No, I got it wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, basketball's over in college. Baseball's kicking off in uh, with Major League Baseball. Did you see the footage from Texas? Yeah. Our former state. Uh, yeah. So the Texas Rangers and Globe Life Field jam-packed like there were barely room for people to walk why does it make me anxious looking at the pictures uh yeah i mean it's just a little bit like that looks great and i can't wait and all that but i'm just like whoa yeah they're saying basically forty thousand people walked into that stadium the first big gathering since the pandemic and most of them didn't have on a mask they were there just to enjoy baseball which is wild, mm-hmm. right? And some people love it. Yeah. Uh, but like the president said, hey, I think that's a mistake. <laughs> they should listen to Dr. Fauci. Yeah. So that's a pretty big story. And the visual, which would have seemed to have been normal, is not normal anymore. And it's even more crazy because if you go back and look at attendance from before the pandemic, baseball attendance was down. Wow. Like people just, you know, not as many people were going to the average games. Like, of course, if you get toward the end of the season, it uh, becomes a lot more busy. But like there were a lot of empty seats in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But now be- because of this, people yeah. just want to get out and do stuff. So uh, a couple of big sports stories we'll kick off with there. Uh, today is Tuesday. It's April the 6th, or as they call it, New Beer's Eve, hmm. which basically is like, hey, go out there and try a different beer that you typically don't try, like the craft beers and the IPA and stuff like that. Hmm. So you can do that. Uh, National Caramel Popcorn Day. It's also National Student Athlete Day. Yeah. So a shout out to those mm-hmm. of you who are committed to your grades and yeah. the sport of choice. We appreciate you guys waking up and starting your morning with Arkansas's Morning Show. Let's throw one back on this day in country music with Brandon Baxter in the morning. So the year was 1991 and Garth Brooks had the number one song in country music on this day. Yeah, we're two of a kind working on a phone. Wakes me every morning with a smile and a kiss. Her strong country loving is hard to resist. She's my easy loving woman. I'm her hard working man, no doubt. Yeah, we're two of a kind working on a full house. 30 years ago today. Yeah, our pickup truck is her limousine and her favorite riding dress is her faded. 
She loves me tender When the going gets tough Sometimes we fight Just so we can make up Lord, I need that little woman Like the crops need to rain She's my honeycomb And I'm her sugar cane We really fit together If you know what I'm talking about Yeah, we're two of a kind Working on a This was the number one song in country. And again, this was number one 30 years ago. This time I found a keeper. I made up my mind, Lord. The perfect combination is her heart and mine. The sky's the limit. No hill is too steep. We're playing for fun, but we're playing for keeps. So draw the curtain, honey, turn the lights down low. We'll find some country music on the way, eighty go. I'm yours and you're mine. Hey, that's what it's all about. Why you Yeah, we're two of a kind, working on a full house. Lord and Mama will be two of a kind, working on a full house. Garth Brooks, two of a kind, working on a full house. Number one on this day in 1991. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Let's get up and tackle this Tuesday together, everybody. And y'all, as always, Kelly Perry. Well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. Brandon Baxter in the mornings. Gotcha gossip. All right. So I think we have realized over the course of the last couple of years that Jennifer Lopez, J-Lo, she is pretty much amazing, and yes. she has pretty much been amazing for quite a while now. Okay, here's the interesting thing, right? This video is how old? I mean, I'm going back. Yeah. It's a minute. 15 years mm-hmm. old, probably at least. And as I look at her in that video and I think of her today, I'm like, wow, it's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, how does that happen? Right. Because I I don't look exactly the same. No. So Jennifer Lopez is featured in the cover story of the new issue of InStyle magazine. And oddly enough, the writers started interviewing her exes, like her ex-husband, Mark Anthony. Here's what he said about Jennifer Lopez. He said, and I quote, she's the first one in the room and the last one to leave. The hardest worker I've ever met. Wow. Sweet, right? Ben Affleck says uh, that basically she's found the fountain of youth. The quote is, why do you look the same as you did in 2003? And it kind of looks like I'm in my 40s at best. So they're basically praising her, talking about how hard that she's worked Uh, the hardest worker they've ever seen. The fact that she still looks amazing. Now, there was one interesting omission from the InStyle magazine article. The omission is Alex Rodriguez, her boyfriend, Hmm. who isn't quoted, who did not give comment on Jennifer Lopez, which has people wondering, are they experiencing trouble again? We're not exactly sure. But if you want to check out J-Lo on the cover of InStyle, you can check out the InStyle social media. She looks amazing. 
Got you gossip on Channing Tatum. So he's a single dad. He has a seven-year-old. Her name is Everly. And recently, Channing said being a single dad has forced him to get to know her better. He says he wants dads not to be afraid to go into their daughter's world and discover who they are. And he said when he became a single father and he had more time with her, he had a lot of fear about connecting to her in every way that a little girl might need. Mm-hmm. He said he he didn't want to wear nail polish or and he didn't know how to braid hair, but now... He does both. He said he's jumped into this magical world. He's been rewarded with this kind of love that he doesn't think he's ever going to find anywhere else. He said he now paints his face. He wears tutus and costumes around the house. Uh, Get this, too. This phase of his life right now has him so inspired. He wrote a children's book that's coming out May 4th called The One and Only Sparkarella. That's really cute. Yeah. And again, here you have this guy that a lot of women find extremely attractive. Yeah. And he's talking about doing girly things with his daughter as a single dad. Uh, when? Yeah. Well played, mm-hmm. Channing Tatum. <laughs> hey, got your gossip on Black Widow, Marvel's Black Widow. Get ready because Scarlett Johansson's coming back and the trailer is out. The third trailer, Kelly. More than 70 million people watched the trailer in the first 24 hours. Fans are ready. Which just shows you so many people are ready for a Marvel movie to be back in theaters. Now, this uh, Black Widow movie was supposed to come out in the spring of last year, but based on COVID, it was delayed. But people are getting ready for it. They're amped up for it. So as soon as they're ready to push it out there, get ready for Black Widow in theaters to be a huge success. Got you gossip on Pete Davidson. So he's a comedian. You know him from Saturday Night Live and for being engaged at one point to Ariana Grande. Well, back in February during an SNL weekend update, Pete did this whole bit that he was planning on moving out of his mom's house. He made the comment that no matter what he did, he's never asked to leave, but also joked around that his parents are really old and fatigued and he kind of felt bad for him. So at the young tender age of 27... Pete Davidson has finally moved out of his mom's house. They bought together about two years ago. Pete shared the news on TikTok by saying, I'm fully out, guys. I got a pad. Kind of showed us around. But 27 years old, he's successful. I think it was probably about time. I bet his mom thought about time as well. (laughs) And of course, every morning here on Brandon Baxter in the morning, we got you gossip. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Talking about Pete Davidson. It made me think about like 1997, I think. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was 96. I can't remember the year. Uh, but I'd left uh, the Memphis Wrestling Company. was taking a little bit of a break. I took a little sabbatical uh, and then came back, right? But during my break, I went back to Texas thinking I wanted to have a regular life. And guess what I did? <laughs> I don't know. You sold cars. <laughs> no, I could have done that. But first of all, I had a little apartment there, and then that didn't work out so well. And I had to call my mom and say, hey, mom, can I move back home? So I went back to my childhood home for a little Uh bit. And it's funny how drastically it changes from the time like you're, you know, in high school and then you move off and you Mm -hmm. do your own thing and then you come back. Number one, it's weird. Mm -hmm. But number two, like the freedoms were different. Like so like. Coming and going as you please, like it didn't feel the same. Yeah, like bringing beer into my mom's house, into the house. Yeah. You know, it's like, wait a minute, did I really do that? Is there beer in the fridge? Right. Did you ever move back home? Mm, No. Never did? Never did. So once you left, once they got you out of there, finally, you were out of there for good. Yeah, I was. Did you ever consider it? No, No, I didn't. I don't think that I could have done that. Because they wouldn't have you back or because you I was go very back. sheltered when I was living there. So I think that not that I would just go crazy, but I mean, I think that they would kind of be like, 
Um, Why are you coming back? Right. That's so wild yeah. to think about that, though. To think about going back because so many people do that. Mm-hmm. Some people stay is, there. Once it's a smart back. decision for some people. Saving a lot of money. No, we have a buddy who did that, and you know we laughed about it. But he went back and stayed there and was able to take. He's those, the one laughing now. Take those checks, yeah. But I mean, like literally, he saved a fortune yeah. from having to pay rent payments or going and buying a house or whatever like that. But anyway, Pete Davidson finally did it, and I guess our buddy did it too. But it's wild to go back if you've ever moved back home. It's such a weird mm-hmm. thing to go back because Bon Jovi and Jennifer Nettles they even sang about it. Oh. If you remember, right? I, I didn't realize that's what it was about. Yeah, I think it is about that, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, if we go back and listen to it. Who says you can't go home? Who says you can't go home? There's only one place that call me one of their own. Just a hometown boy. Born oh, this isn't talking about the house, is it? It's talking about going to the No, but the I, I like your idea. This doesn't say go back and live with your parents again. No. When things get rough and make them support you. Which I did right. at okay. the tender age of either 19 or 20. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I look back on things I've owned in my life and I'm like, you know what? I wish I would have kept everything. Mm-hmm. Because when I was young, I decided I wanted to keep every wrestling toy I ever purchased, right? Mm-hmm. And I have wrestling toys from like 85, 86, 87, like all this great stuff that unfortunately I opened what they call unboxing and, and I did all that stuff. and. Um, you know, it really doesn't have a whole lot of value as far as in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. I can't make a million dollars off of it. But for me, the sentimental value yeah. is there. Uh, so I was reading a couple of stories that made me think, you know, you never know what you have until you don't have it. And you read a story like this. and You're like, oh, wow, I should have kept that. Mm-hmm. A uh, 2000 uh, NFL rookie card. It was a 2000 playoff contenders championship rookie card featuring Tom Brady. Uh, it just sold at auction. It was autographed. It sold for $2.25 million oh, on Friday. my goodness. A football card. A piece of hardened paper of cardboard. Right. $2.25 million because it was autographed, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. There were only 100 of those cards printed, and the one that uh, sold at the auction was numbered 99 out of 100. And again, $2.25 oh now, the guy who bought it wants to remain anonymous. He doesn't want people to know that he bought the card for that. <laughs> can you imagine having so much money that you can pay $2.25 million for a card? You could go a lot lower than that, and I would still be dumbfounded. Yeah, like, hey, 50 grand. Oh, okay. It's a football yeah, card. But this guy did $2.25 million bucks. Many of us are also fans of the original Nintendo, right? Oh, my goodness. NES, the old gray one. That the music. Con- the controllers had to be plugged in. Mm-hmm. The, the game everybody played, I mean, everybody played it universally was Super Mario Brothers, right? Mario, Luigi, mm-hmm. and all the different stuff. So imagine if you went into a drawer in a, in a desk and you realized you had an original copy of that, like the original, and it hadn't been opened. This is a true story as well. So uh, this dude goes in and he's cleaning out a desk drawer and realizes after about 35 years, there's a copy of Super Mario Brothers in the drawer. The original box, the original packaging. They're not sure why it got tucked away, but it was never opened. Wow. So after all this time, 35 years, the original game unopened has now been sold. And they say this one sold for $660,000. Like we could walk into a, a store, like you could go back into one of those stores <clears throat> that sells pre-owned games. Yeah. 
probably find a copy of that right. and pay 20 bucks for it. And it was probably just something that a dad was like, you know what, I'm going to put this uh, in under the tree for Christmas and for some reason forgot about it. And, and then, oh my goodness. That's what they say it was. Wow. It was a Christmas gift from 1986 that somebody tucked away and forgot about. And then they were cleaning out the drawer. I'm not sure why they haven't cleaned out the drawers in 35 years, right. but they hadn't. And there was that game, $660,000. Great proof right there. A great reason why we should collect stuff. Never open it either. So tell your kids every time you buy them something, you're not going to let them open it. <laughs> yeah, that goes over well. Or buy two of everything. Like the stuff that you think might have value. I know people that do that. You do? Mm-hmm. But like I look now and like action figures are 12 and 15 bucks. I remember when they were like four. I know. You know, it's an expensive deal to get into. But man, those collectibles are worth more now than ever. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So I remember the days where we thought, hey, we're going to cut the cord, right? And all of a sudden you're going to cut the cord and you're going to save money. Like that was the original vision of cutting the cord. Gotcha. Yes. Right. Cutting the cord. Yes. Because I considered that. I'm not talking about the umbilical cord. I'm talking about cutting the cord from, you know, cable, satellite, whatever the case may Mm -hmm. be. A lot of people thought that was going to be the deal. I considered it, never did it. Because I realized that, hey, if you still have to pay for the internet, like you might as well just go ahead. Mm -hmm. Because it ain't that much different. Mm -hmm. But what's happened over the course of the last number of years is so many different streaming platforms have showed up and it. It wasn't just Netflix anymore because here comes Hulu. And then here comes Disney Plus. And then here comes HBO Max. And here comes Discovery Plus and Paramount Plus. All these different things have showed up. Amazon Prime. And they're saying as we go throughout the year, they expect Americans to add 50 million new subscriptions to streaming services. So again, the smart cable companies and satellite providers have gone ahead and and they've made the core of their business their high-speed internet. Mm-hmm. And now, so hey, you're still paying them something, but now you're subscribing to all these other things. And there's so many bundles. Oh, yeah. I bundles mean, of, of different streaming services. Yeah, but I'm... And I don't even know, because I was, I was looking at stats. Like, how many do most people have, right? And most of us have a few. Yeah. Like, if I were to say to you, which mm. streaming services do y'all pay for? Netflix. I'm going to write down mine. Oh, you write okay. down yours, okay? okay? So I have that one. I have this one. I have this one. I have this one. Oh, man. And I have this uh, one. Let's see. Okay. I have five that I remember. And I might have another one because I'm going to write down one that might be that okay. I'm not sure. I think I have more. You have more than that? How many do you think you have? Uh, Maybe six or seven. Okay. So right now, I think I'm sitting at five, okay? Do you have Netflix? Yes. Do you have HBO Max? Yes. Do you have Disney Plus? Yes. Do you now have the Peacock Network? We have not jumped in and done the whole thing, but there's a lot you can watch on there for free. Hey, but Yeah, let me give you a heads up, though. Because WrestleMania is going to uh Peacock this weekend, there's a WWE deal. Where you can get four months of Peacock for only 10 bucks right now. Oh. You have to have the promo code for it. Which so I, that one's probably, we're probably about to to take get that one. And it's only like four ninety nine a month. Because of the office. Do you, and I guess we no longer need WWE Network, but I was paying for that too. And I might have Amazon, I'm not sure. I think we have Amazon. So what would you have that I don't have? I don't know. Do you still have that UFC Fight Pass? 
I don't think we do that anymore. You don't think so? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, I need to look. Do you have Hulu? No. Do you have Paramount Plus? But I will be getting Hulu because uh, the hand the Handmaid's Tale comes back on at the end of this month. So remember again, <laughs> as we mentioned, when we thought we were going to save money. Yeah. Uh... And now every channel has its own deal, which it's like wow. And there's that's so crazy. much content. There's, oh, there's so much. much stuff. There's too much. Like if, there's so much of it, and most of it I don't care about. Mm-hmm. Like when I go through those things, I'm like I don't even care about that. Yeah. I don't want to see that show. It is kind of cool though because you can pick and choose really what you want now. I mean, you can, but like, because I go through Netflix, I'm so confused and so conflicted as to what to watch because I've heard of things, but I'm trying to entertain my wife, my son, and me, and we all have different tastes. Yeah. HBO Max, I went through it the other day. Mm-hmm. Uh, Peacock Network, I went through it. And I'm like, I don't know. There's some stuff on there that's great, but like the stuff I really like isn't there on any of them. Like, who's got Three's Company? Like, who's got different strokes? Hmm. Who has married with children? YouTube. Yeah, basically, that's what you have to do. They say 58% of people can't even, aren't even sure how many streaming services they have. Oh, oops. They have so many, they don't know. That's 58%. That's a bunch of people who are paying subscription fees for things they're not completely aware of. So, there you go. Cord cutting. It sounded like a great idea at one point. I know this sounds crazy. Believe me, I know it. It's crazy. That sounds kind of crazy. You must be crazy. And people are crazy. So you'd think the time when someone wouldn't want to commit a crime is when they're finally getting out of jail. You'd think. Except maybe for 35-year-old Stephen from Vero Beach, Florida. Well, Stephen was arrested last month for criminal mischief and taken to county jail. He got out on a $1,000 bond. And while he was in the booking area getting discharged, he stole a webcam off of one of the jail computers and slipped it into his pocket. Wait, he's getting out of jail? Yes, yes. So when the employees of the jail realized that the camera was missing, the police investigated and figured out Stephen stole it as he was being discharged. So he was arrested yet again, but Mm. this time for theft, and he got out on bond again. And as far as we know, this time he did not steal any souvenirs on his way out. But speaking of stealing, what do you call someone who steals a fruit drink? What do you call someone who steals a fruit drink? Mm -hmm. A smoothie criminal. You've been hit by, <laughs> you've been no. hit by a smoothie criminal. That's not it. Didn't say that. A smoothie criminal. No, please. No. You should ask for forgiveness right now. <laughs> and there's even more proof that people are crazy. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, good morning. Thanks for starting the day with us. Kelly has this evil smirk on her face, and I'm almost afraid to say, but I'm going to say it because it could be funny. What is it? Just a minute ago, you said something about ticking a box. Yeah. And I've never heard anyone say that. Let let me, I'm going to play it back what you just said. Here we go. In just a few minutes, we'll see how many of these boxes we can tick together. Right, that's what Who I said. Who says boxes we can, don't you mean check? Uh-uh. Boxes we can check together. No, I meant tick. Boxes we can tick together? Yeah, I've ticked a lot of boxes. Who? I've never heard that in my life. Well, there's a lot of things you haven't no, heard. No, no. You're not as educated as me. <laughs> oh, okay. I guarantee you other people out there have ticked boxes. Ticked boxes. I what? guess I could have said check the Who box. Who doesn't say... Just we want to see if if you can check off some of these boxes. Who says tick a box? 
Well, those of us who are more uh, affluent, affluent in English, uh-huh. <laughs> it's a fluent uh-huh. bunny. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Those of us who speak proper grammar, we uh-huh. know that uh, box ticking is a big deal. Really, I guarantee you, there's other people out there who have said the phrase "tick a box." I've, but I just, I've never heard. Have it. you looked it up to see if people say it? Tick a box. Yeah, have you looked it up? I'm going to Google it. No. Tick. A box. This just says, where can I buy TikTok boxes? No, it doesn't say that. Tic Tac? This says Tick versus, oh gosh, Tick versus Check. Oh, this yeah, This is on read a grammar thing. Ticking a box is the appropriate way to say You are it. a liar straight from the pits. That is not correct. You are, he's making this up. Yeah, read it out loud. I can see it on your face. Read it out loud A Tick now. box is a small square on a form, a questionnaire, or a test in which you can put a tick to show that you agree with the statement. A tick. Okay. Like one of those things that get on animals? No, not that kind of tick. We try to prevent those. Hmm. So again, here I am this morning as a humanitarian educating many of you. Now you can wow. go to work or school today and tell people that you've ticked off all of your boxes all right. this morning. So now do you want to apologize publicly now that you've called me out publicly? I don't want to apologize, but there's people still wondering why you just didn't say check. That's all I'm gonna. That's all I'm gonna say. We're still wondering, but go ahead. What boxes can we tick? Well, we're talking about the things where we realize that we have hit middle age, and I think it's not necessarily the number, because as I was looking through this, I was going, "Oh my gosh, I hit middle age before middle age." Oh no! Like, what is middle age? Is it like I would say the 30s and 40s? That's what you 50s? think, right? Yeah. You think so? You think 30 is middle aged? Or, I said ease. Let's say the late 30s. No, give me a number. Pick a number. 37. 37 is middle age. Through 54. No, there's not a through. Middle no. age can only be one. It's not a, it's not a time period, it's not a long a time period. One, one year. What do you consider middle age? When do you think you hit it? Because obviously you think you've already hit it. Well, number-wise, I'm not even close. But um, Even if we go on the low end and say 37, middle age, halfway through. What is that? That's uh, 74. So that's good. You think you'll live 74 years and middle age for you is 37. Hmm, I hope. They say, <laughs> they say a lot of people believe middle age is around 47. Hmm. But here's the, the things like when you start to feel like you're middle age. Let me give you some of this stuff and tell me if you can tick these boxes. And all of you who are with us this morning or listening on the podcast, you can tick boxes with us. What does George Strait ask us, ask us to do? Tick yes or no. Tick yes or no. All right. Just curious. <laughs> tick yes or no. It's one of my favorite okay. songs. All right. Okay. Here, here we go. Middle-aged. At middle age, you begin to feel stiff. <laughs> uh, I already hit that. You groan when you bend down at middle age. You can comment on me. I want you to, because you spend a lot of time with me. (laughs) Every time you get up from that chair. (laughs) Oh, Oh, my back. Wrestling. My back. (laughs) My back and my knees, man. I'm telling you. But that's from, I fell down. Like My job was to fall down. Listen, it's not asking us why we do this. But you do it. Okay, middle age, yep. when you choose comfort over style. Hang on, stand up. Uh-uh. <laughs> stand up, let me see you. No, I don't look that bad. I don't Where'd think... you get that t-shirt? Was it given to you or did you buy it? 
Listen, that's not important. <laughs> it was given to him, guys. It was, but it's not important. Where'd you get those jeans? I bought them a week ago. Look at my Levi's. Come okay. on. Okay. He's got I some Levi's on. Fit. You like and that? I don't know what you're doing with you, your body, but. You did right, question me, me about my boots, why I'm still wearing boots when it's hot. Yeah. But I think I'm a you hunter. Should, well, we all know you're a hunter now um, since you've been twice, but I think you could change over to tennis shoes now. Yeah, I need to buy some new ones. Uh, let's see here. When we uh, are thinking police officers. No, here we go. Let me, let me go back. When we think police officers, teachers, and doctors look young, you've hit middle age. I do that all the time. I'm like, there's no way. They have to be 18 years old. I know. Have you ever looked over at the person driving next to you and thought, oh my gosh, they stole a car? Yeah, my two children. <laughs> uh, let's see here. When you hate going to loud bars, middle age. What? I can't hear you. Let's yeah. go somewhere where we can hear. They also say when you need an afternoon nap, middle age. Oh, gosh. <laughs> but we wake up early. No, it doesn't count yeah, for us. Yeah, yeah. They say other things are when you realize your coworkers have never had to own a cassette tape. Oh, man. <laughs> when you hope you get asked for your ID. <laughs> and you get mad when you don't. Yeah, or when you're giving speeches on investing or saving. You've hit middle age. So there you go. How many of those boxes do you tick? That's our question today. Because truly the age is just a number. It's how we act and react. Brandon Baxter in the morning. And Kelly Perry, I have one question for you. Are you ready to celebrate some local people? Let's do it. Let's do the birthdays. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. Well, 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 time for birthday sport today. It's Tuesday, April the 6th of 2021. Local birthdays, local celebrities, here we go. Happy birthday goes out to Sammy Cullison, who celebrates today Kayla Hennick of Jonesboro. We have Kayla Sparks celebrating a birthday. Susie Cagebian of Stuttgart is celebrating today. We have Cassie Lindsay. Celebrating Jennifer Freeze West of Wynn. Happy birthday. Dolores Martinez of Jonesboro. Joey Clark from Wynn. Jeremy Mitchell of Pocahontas. Lane Helton of Leechville turning 13. Taylor Holmes of Stuttgart. And Jamie Summers from Humphrey celebrates today as well. And if you have a birthday today, we say this. We say... Happy birthday to all y'all, and you celebrate with these celebrities. Peyton List is 23. That's Tori on Cobra Kai and Emma Ross on Disney's Jesse and its spinoff, Bunked. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. You can't talk about this show without me playing this. It feels like a party every day. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. But they keep on pulling me. So, happy birthday to Peyton List, who played Emma Ross on one of my favorite Disney shows mm-hmm. of all time, Jesse. We still watch that on a regular basis at my house. That's good. Yeah. Happy birthday today to Candace Cameron, who is 45. Of course, that's DJ Tanner on Full House and Fuller House. There you go. Go ahead, Kelly. 
Whatever happened to predictability? The milkman, the paperboy, evening TV. Did I get delivered here? Somebody tell me, please. So anyway, happy birthday goes out to Candace Cameron, who celebrates today. Zach Braff is 46. That was JD on Scrubs. Paul Rudd. Love Paul Rudd. He's 52. That is Ant-Man. That, he was also Phoebe's husband on Friends. Todd Chrisley is 52 from Chrisley Knows Best. Michael Rooker is 66. That's Yondu, the alien mercenary and guardians of the galaxy. Billy D. Williams is 84. That was Lando in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi. Billy D. is not my lover. I don't know if it was Billy D. I'm pretty sure that's Billy Jean, but good try. And, oh, wow. John Ratzenberger yes. is 74. That was Cliff Calvin on Cheers. Clavin. I'm sorry. I don't have my glasses on. Cliff Clavin on Cheers. Cliff Clavin on Cheers. We go. will go back and edit that in the podcast. No, we won't. Yes, we will. I love it when it gets quiet for stuff like <laughs> that. do it on Making purpose. The way in the world today takes everything you've got. <laughs> Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Cliff Calvin. Leave me alone. Wouldn't you like to get away? <laughs> Sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name. Cliff Calvin. And you just want to crawl in a hole. You want to be where you can see. Our troubles are all the same. You want to be where everybody knows your name. Go ahead and tick that box if you want to crawl in a hole, Kelly. You want to go where people know. People are all the same. You want to go where everybody knows your name. Happy birthday to my good friend. John Ratzenberger, who turned 74 today. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Hey, enjoy a beautiful day today, man. We are so excited about the weather, right? Come on, enjoy that. Get out there. It's going to make you be in a better mood Mm -hmm. today. You can get outside, enjoy some time with yourself, your pets, your kids, whatever you might want to do. Kelly said she went out in her backyard and did some tanning. (laughs) Yes, I just laid out, put on some... uh, Baby oil. Remember when we used to do that a long time ago? Oh, yeah. Just a heads up, Kelly doesn't have a fence over her full backyard. So. He's such an <laughs> It's a win for the neighbors. <laughs> so dumb. And y'all, what am I doing here? As always, Kelly Perry, well, she's got three words for you. Good morning, Arkansas. This is Country Music News on Brandon Baxter in the Morning. So Kelsey Ballerini shared a photo on Instagram. The sun is shining. She's smiling. She looks extremely happy. And she is because she just got her first dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. So in the picture, she's holding her vaccination card. She's sporting her little Band-Aid, has her eyes closed, looks extremely happy, letting us know she's, quote, closer to being closer. Now, other country stars that have done this and kind of talked about it, Dolly Parton, uh, Kenny Chesney, Willie Nelson. Nelson. Yep. So uh, she, Kelsey Ballerini is the next one that's kind of talking about her vaccination journey. Yeah, awesome for her. Mm-hmm. I think it's good to publicly, you know, if you're going to do it, tell people why you did it. Yeah. Might as well. No mm-hmm. sense in hiding it. I get my second one coming up this week. Is it Thursday? Maybe I think I get my second dose. Mm-hmm. So Normal. That's yeah. what we're all hoping for. Hey, Carrie Underwood did her My Savior live stream over the weekend on Easter Sunday. It was live from the Ryman, and they did this, the part of the deal, 
where they were raising money for the organization Save the Children. And that organization provides uh, programs that help with childhood education and they try to fight hunger around the world. Her concert, her live stream, was able to raise over $100,000 for Save the Children. So a big deal. You can still go to Carrie's Facebook page and check out My Savior live from the Ryman. So John Party was recently asked if he and his wife Summer let their four dogs sleep with them on the bed. Now, he could have just said yes or no, uh, but he gave... An answer that <clears throat> was a little better, was a lot better than what, what we thought he was going to say. Okay. <laughs> Here's John Party. I don't let my dog sleep on them damn anal glands they got are so bad. They sleep on the floor. <laughs> Charlie's a little French bulldog. What? And I'll have to put gloves on and leak them. They don't smell good. It's nasty. <laughs> okay, Brandon, you currently have three dogs. Mm. Do they sleep in the bed with you? Not anymore. I mean, they haven't since we moved into our new house. Yeah. They did before. Yeah. Big German Shepherd would get up there and cuddle with me. Mine do. Yeah. But, like, you know, if the if there's a problem with the gland, probably no. Uh, no. If, no, I don't think that that would happen. You ever had to? No, I have not. No. You? Oh. There's also a new song that John Party <laughs> is featured in, right? Uh, yes. Well, with Lauren Elena, she was also part of the interview, which, by the way, her dog sleeps with her, too. That's a regular thing. Yeah. But they have a song out together called Getting Over Him. Here's what it sounds like. Heard from a friend of a friend that you had a bad month, girl. You said that you needed someone who liked to have a little fun, girl. John Party, Lauren Elaine. We were kids and heartbreak, fixing no strings Saturday night. Hot like a match, you burned out fast. Forever wasn't in our eyes. You knew it, and I knew it. And it was a damn good time. My last call, first call, no falling. Just you're getting over him. And it's called Getting Over Him. It's John Party and Lauren Elena. That's a good song. Yeah, it is. And there's news out today. The ACM Awards are coming up. It's going to be uh, from three different venues in Nashville. And it's happening Sunday, April the 18th. So one week from this coming Sunday, it airs on CBS. Hosted by Keith Urban and Mickey Guyton. But now we know the performers. Can I give you some of them? Yeah. Because there's basically everybody. But uh, Carrie Underwood, Keith Urban, Thomas Rhett, Blake Shelton, Chris Stapleton, Carly Pierce, Miranda Lambert, Little Big Town, Ashley McBride, Maren Morris, Alan Jackson, uh, Mickey Guyton, Kelsey Ballerini, Dirk Bentley, Lee Bryce, Brothers Osborne, Kane Brown, Luke Bryan, Kenny Chesney, Eric Church, Luke Combs, Dan and Shay, Chris Young, and more. All performing wow. at the ACM Awards. Everybody, all the country stars were sharing the artwork of them announced as performers. So again, that happens one week from Sunday. It's April the 18th on CBS. It's the Academy of Country Music Awards. And that's your country music news on Arkansas's morning show. Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning presents Today in Pop Culture. All right, so today is April the 6th. And today in pop culture in the year 1937, a country music songwriter, singer, and guitarist was born. His name, Merle Haggard. And I'm proud to be an Okie from Muskogee. Oddly enough, Merle Haggard passed away on his birthday. 
in 2016. I turned 21 in prison doing life without parole. No one could steer me right, but Mama tried. Mama tried. Mama tried to raise me better. Today in pop culture in 1974, Billy Joel scored his first top 40 hits with the song known as Piano Man. Sing us a song, song you piano man. Sing us a song tonight. Well, we're all in the mood for a melody. And you've got us. So, Billy Joel's first right. top 40 hit was this song. It started on the charts at number 33 and peaked at number 25. Wow. That's as high as it got. That's pretty crazy. So today in pop culture in 1992, PBS debuted a television show that many parents will still remember to this day. Aww. <laughs> it's Barney. So there you go. Barney debuted on PBS. The wild thing about that is Kelly's son is 18 and still enjoys going back <laughs> back and watching his Barney collection. So He's going to be mad. There's nothing wrong with that. If he likes Barney, there's nothing wrong with that. Sorry, Kurt. So, Kurt, you can go back and watch that. You collected those DVDs for good reason. <laughs> what? Is that bad? Sure. Uh, let's see here. Today in pop culture, let me see if I have this one. In 1992, Annie Lennox put out her first solo album called Diva. It featured this song right here. Won't you pick the pieces up? Because it feels just like I'm walking on broken glass. Walking on, walking on broken glass. Today in pop culture, in 1998, uh, we lost a country legend, an icon at the age of 55. Tammy Wynette passed away uh, today in 1998. Uh, big songs from Tammy Wynette. becomes fun of the day. It's a good one right there, right? How about this one? Today in pop culture in 2013, George Jones played his final concert ever. It happened to be in Knoxville at the Knoxville City Coliseum. He passed away uh, later on in the month of April at the age of 81. Well, I don't need your rocking chair. I don't need your rocking chair. Did you or you And if you don't know your country legends as well it's kind of crazy george jones originally cut this song you're as as tennessee whiskey later cut by stapleton you're as sweet as strawberry and today in pop culture in 2014, the Academy of Country Music Awards were held. It was the 49th annual Entertainer of the Year went to George Strait. The single record of the year went to Miranda Lambert for this one. Go and fix your makeup, girl. It's just a breakup running. 
The song of the year went to Lee Bryce for this one. I drive your truck. Album of the year went out to an album called Same Trailer, Different Park. Casey Musgraves. Mama's hooked on Mary Kay. Brother's hooked on Mary Jane. And Daddy's hooked on Mary Tudor's day. Also on the album. We just blow smoke. Hey, yeah. We just blow smoke. Hey, and one of my favorite Casey Musgraves songs. Today is April the 6th, and that is Today in Pop Culture. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So, I want to take a moment to be really honest. Kelly. Normally when you say that, then you say Kelly. Yeah, because I think it's best if we start with you, because ladies first. Okay, thanks. When I was in Cotillion, I was taught that that's what you do. Cotillion. Okay. Cotillion. When I ticked that box and did Cotillion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So did you ever, at any point in your uh, life, ever keep a diary? Yes. What age were you in which you kept said diary? I would say between the ages of 8 and 12. 8 and 12. Mm-hmm. So you had a lot of hard-hitting stuff in there. I mean, there's some stuff in there. Did your diary have one of those goofy locks on it like nobody could read it? Yes. And I went to all kinds of, um, through all kinds of headache to make sure that the key was hidden in a very um, non-findable place. What was so secretive between the ages of 8 and 12? My crushes, Brandon. Oh, I had my crushes written in there. I had who I was mad at written in there. I had um, what the the dress that my mom made me wear that I was mad at my mom for that I talked about in there. Oh, so you ranted. Yeah, but... Like, your diary is angry. Here's the thing, though. I wrote things in my diary that I wanted other people to know. I was one of those kids. Like, I hoped my parents found it. I was like, I'll show them. My parents have made me so mad. And then they'll read it and they'll be like, oh, we've hurt Kelly's feelings. So you thought that either your mom or your dad would get like a paper clip and go in and pick that little tiny lock and try to find and read your diary. A hundred percent. Did they ever do it? I'm sure they did. I've I've never asked them. A hundred percent my mom did. Because I always had this vision of how cool it would be to have a diary. But then I thought maybe that's not real manly. I didn't know a lot of my friends, uh, my dude friends... Who would have kept that? Now, a lot of my friends who were females had diaries. So when I saw them and I saw in movies that people would sit down and they would write in their diaries, it almost seemed therapeutic. Yeah. And now I think they call it more blogging or they call it more. um, What's the word? Journaling. Yeah. Journaling. Yeah. But back then we had the diary, the old Mm -hmm. school diary. So here's a question. Uh, Do you know if your husband kept a diary? I'm pretty sure he didn't. He wasn't the diary type. No. Okay. If he did keep a diary Mm -hmm. and he was to go away for the weekend, he was going to a karate tournament. Uh 
and you found the diary as you were going through a drawer in the office, uh-huh. would you read it? If it was old, 100% I'd read it. You'd and I'd laugh it. and I'd take pictures and send it to him and tell his mom and dad. And No. Yes. You would not. Now, if, if it was from his, his adult years... Over the age of 18. Even more, I'd read it. Exactly. Why would I lie about that? And if you're telling me that you would not read your wife's diary from back in the day, you're a liar. Wouldn't do it. Like, you're a liar, Brandon. There's, there's privacy concerns with that. Is there? Is yes. there? Mm-hmm. Because what's good for the goose is good oh, for the gander. There you go. <laughs> what goes around comes around. Uh-huh. Karma. Right. All those different things. Uh, they say that according to this new survey... of people say if they found their partner's secret diary, they wouldn't read it. 63% of people say they would just tuck it back away and move on. And 62% of those people are liars. Shut up. You think everybody would read it legit? I'm sorry, y'all. I really don't believe you. If you're making the bed and you find a journal, you're not going to go, oh, oh, how precious. I'm going to stick it right back under here. Some. You don't leave a journal out if you don't want people to read it. You would, but if you're going under my mattress and you found it, then I, was, I'm, I hid it. I was putting the the sheets on the bed. So it just so happens when your husband leaves town, you have to flip the mattress. Yep. <laughs> that is dumb. Find a better uh, hiding place if that's the case. Where do you want them to hide it? Anywhere. Where? In their, in their own truck. Oh. Oh. Is that where you put yours? Uh-uh. But anyway, the question is, if you were to go and, and there it is, there is your partner's secret diary, would you read it? We're going to put it up on social media and we want you to be honest. We don't want some answer. Oh, no, I'd put it back if, unless that's the real answer. You could be like Kelly and be like, oh, no, dude, if I saw it, I'm reading it. I want to hey, know just, what's up. Just tell us. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, so Tuesday morning is here, and we are set for a beautiful day today. One of those days where everything feels better. Yes. You know, it's like how your mood is better. Mm-hmm. Everything you're looking at is better. Food tastes better. Your kids are happier. It's true. Your dogs are happier mm-hmm. because we're out there, and the sun is shining. Sure does make a difference, right? Hopefully you guys have time to get out there and enjoy that. Unless you're inside, tucked away, reading your significant other's diary. Which Kelly said if she found Joey's diary, she would jump right in. (laughs) Hang on. Hang on. But if it was a diary of now, he wouldn't do that. I already know him. He's not going to put his utmost inner thoughts on paper. Okay. Let me ask you this, Joe. What if it was a digital form? Let's say you're on the computer Mm -hmm. and you realize he's been journaling. (laughs) Why is that funny with your husband? I don't know. Um, Like I look much more like a journaler mm -hmm. than Um, than Joey. I don't know. I probably I probably wouldn't. But I'm like, if it was like a high school journal, if it was something like back in his twenties that was like old, I'm gonna I'm I'm opening it. What about early (laughs) thirties? Probably not. He wouldn't want to read mine either. I was going to say, do you think he would? Uh, no, I really don't. You don't think he'd read it? Mm-mm. You're gone for the weekend. He would act like he wouldn't, but he, maybe he would. Yeah. He'd probably throw a party. See, all y'all are acting like, oh, I wouldn't read it. I really wouldn't. What? I promise I wouldn't. 
Because what if there's something I don't need to know? (laughs) And then all of a sudden you can't go back because here's the deal. Let's say you read somebody's diary and there's something that you never knew. And all of a sudden it's something you're like, wait, he did what? He talked to so-and-so what? I know her. And all of a sudden you either have to confess that you read it like a snoop or you have to pretend you never saw it. Ooh, that's even worse. Yeah. So which one would you take? See what I'm saying? Yeah. See why it's a bad idea? Yeah, it isn't. Just don't keep a diary. Complete no-win situation. <laughs> it's a complete, yeah, don't keep a diary. <laughs> the one thing we've learned is that a diary is room for disaster. Uh-oh. What number am I dialing? <laughs> Who knows? Again, every time I dial my wife, because she's had so many different numbers, I never know if I'm calling the right person. And most of the time it shows up as spam. Yeah, so she just won't answer it. You think she'd read my diary? Tell yeah, the truth. A hundred percent. You do. A hundred percent. Well, she didn't. Hello. Hey. Yes. Hey. Hey, we- Leslie. Oh, stop with the phony. Good morning, Kelly. I'm so sick of phony. Just be real. <laughs> we Wait, are real. We talk to each other. Well, we like is, each other. Is- hey. Right. No, no adults speak like that. <laughs> hey, how you doing? Girl, I'm so happy to see you. No, you're not. Oh, you were talking God. trash about her 30 minutes ago to somebody else. Wait. That's what girls do. Oh, Kelly, okay. you talk trash. Uh, that's what I was going to say. What? I'm just saying that's what girl. Uh, girl, I love you. You look beautiful. Walk away. Mm, she doesn't look so good today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's aging. Girl, call me. Mm, don't call me. Yeah, exactly. That's what <laughs> girls do. At least guys are honest. We just don't talk to each other. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Okay, so uh, Kelly brought up this thing this morning about a diary. Did okay. you? Did you ever keep a diary? I don't think I did. You never did? I mean, I think I had one, but I don't know if I ever wrote in it. It had a key. Yeah, you did yeah. have one of those. So where yeah. is it? I was like 10. Okay. But he wants you... to read it. No, not her 10-year-old diary. <laughs> <laughs> Today, I was listening to Brandon Baxter. Oh, gosh. Right. <laughs> okay, so cool. Kelly said if she found a diary that Joey wrote, being a snoop that she is, she would read every word of it. And I don't care about telling 100%. people that. And I don't care about telling people that I would. Wait, you would read my diary? Yes. What I did would. I tell you? No. What did I tell you? This is where it's a disaster. I told her 100%. I knew it. You girls need to stop it. <laughs> See, y'all I are going to be like, it. we wouldn't read it, but you would no. read it. And you would fight to the death no. that you didn't open it to I your dying it. day. Wouldn't read it. Uh-huh. I really wouldn't. Well, it's because you're a bad liar. And if she asked right. you if you read it, <laughs> if she asked you if you read it, you couldn't lie. Right. hundred percent. That's why I you really lie. wouldn't re- 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 whatever read it. Yeah, I wouldn't read it because I would be afraid, number one, that she would know. Or number two, if I had to try to hide like I didn't know something, it would be obvious that I knew something. And then she'd wonder how I knew something. And I'd have to confess that I read the diary. See, a hundred percent. Yep. So, yeah. so sue me for being so honest. Sue you me are a for honest man. You're I a, think that he'd be scared to death if he found my diary. I would. Yep. He'd be like, what, oh, oh, what do I do with this? Oh, I just, oh. I, yeah. I just want you to know, I, I found this. I did not open it, but I found uh-huh. it. Here's what I want all young men to hear right now. Oh, here we go. When you are a good human oh, and you Leslie. are an honest man, 
Do you wow. see how women look at you? They see this as a sign of weakness. <laughs> I am going to start going and reading other people's oh, diaries. Are you? And I'm going to start <laughs> disclosing him on my new TikTok account. Oh, nice. Oh, gosh. Are you going to yeah. dance with them? That's, what I'm, dance? that's what I'm going to do. Okay. A little diary dance. We think you should. So Leslie says she would read my diary, mm-hmm. which I will have to go throw it away. Oh, no. Kelly says <laughs> she would read Joey's diary. And I say, as an upstanding citizen... I would just leave it where it is. But our question today is, what would you do if you found your significant other's diary? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, we got to go. Okay. <laughs> Bye. You can tell me you love me in front of everybody. Okay. Uh, I love you. That sounded phony. That's girl phony. Why do girls have phony? All right, love you, babe. All right, love you too. See you later, bye. Gotta go. That sounded so much better. Love you, babe. But that's how we really talk. <laughs> but on the radio, hello, good morning. I never heard her talk like that. She ain't ever happy in the morning. I think you should stop. I hope she doesn't have us on Alexa right now. <laughs> Brandon Baxter in the morning. All right, I wanted to read you a response from Laura Mason. Lauren Mason. Okay, so Lauren, first of all, starts off by, she's almost banned already, because she uses the hashtag Team Kelly. Lauren, I love you. Lauren, you're almost banned. I will give you one more chance to redeem yourself. And I'll let you run for president. (laughs) Now, Lauren says, here's her uh, Facebook post on my page, okay? Talking about the diary. She says, my childhood crush and my big brother found my diary once, and I'm still embarrassed about it. She goes on to say, and I didn't realize this was a thing. I then got a diary that only opened with my voice password. So no, so no one could get into it unless it sounded like me. And every failed attempt would sound off a loud alarm. She goes on to say she still has the diary. And then she says, yes, I would read my husband's childhood (laughs) diary. I love it. Hashtag Team Kelly. So Lauren Mason right there, she would read the diary. Uh, If you're her husband, hide the diary. Throw it away. Burn it. Get it out of there. If you have kept it, I don't care if you've kept it for 30 years. You got to go dump it. Take it to a landfill. Put it at the bottom. Not speaking from experience. I got to (laughs) go. Anyway, what would you do if you found your significant other's diary? That is the question. Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. She's a walking, talking encyclopedia. Here's Kelly Perry's Did You Know on Brandon Baxter in the morning. Okay, so we all know the first flight Orville Wright took, but it turns out his last flight was on a plane that Howard Hughes was flying in 1944. Hmm. The plane had a wingspan of 123 feet which made it three feet longer than the distance of Wright's first flight. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Did you know the average cloud weighs 1.1 million pounds? What? But the weight is distributed across such a big space, it still floats. That can't be real. I know. It because they look really like think, they don't weigh anything. I know. You fly through them and it feels like they're nothing. I know. That's weird. Did you know ladybugs are called ladybirds in England? No, I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Man, here's the thing. I learn something almost every morning right around this time. And if you didn't know, now you know. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So going through looking at uh, different stuff on my social media so far. Oh, we're sitting at 50-50 so far on people who are saying they would or they would not read their significant other's diary if they found it laying around. Hmm. So 
you would say half of people are being honest and half of people are lying. Correct. There might be there might be a two percentage of people like you, two percent of people that mm. they're they're if their significant other said, Did you read my diary? There's no way they could say no could without be. lying. I'm I'm an awful liar, which I guess is a good trait. But like if you say, Hey, did you realize something? You're gonna know right off the bat. But you you could just say, Well, I don't have to lie about it. You left it laying around. Yeah, but I'd feel bad because I didn't have to pick it up. Didn't have to go through it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like there are some things that can be private, even in a relationship, like a diary. Sure. Like don't go read my old. Never mind. I'm not going to keep going. Publicize it. <laughs> there is no sense in doing that. <laughs> Leslie, I'm going to come over today. And we're going to look for his diary. No, you're not. You're not going to find anything because I threw it away years ago. <laughs> it's floating in the Trinity River in Dallas. Oh, <laughs> I mean, She'll what? probably go there looking for it. Yep. She'll probably be down there doing a deep dive. Hey, also on my social media, I do want to comment on the fact that uh, I would appreciate it whenever I post something um, for you not to go in and instead of bragging on me, brag on my wife because that's dumb. No, what was dumb is you posted all of these hunting pictures of you and your family. Yeah, she's and in them. What's dumb is you put your wife at the very end and everyone has said, even all the people that were there, um, said that she was better than you at the skeet shooting. No, that's not true. Here's the truth. What I did, because I was like, I need to build my wife up a little bit. Oh, is this that This was probably, I don't know, she had probably taken 30 or 40 shots and finally Brandon? got a couple. And I went ahead and posted that. Leslie, I know you're listening. And yes, we all know he's lying. <laughs> so I posted my first shot. Uh-huh. Basically, I'm one and done type of guy. Right, of course. And And what, how did she do? She, well, she missed the first 39 of them and then got two in a row. So. Guys, no. Out of the five skeet, am, am I right? Is that what they're called? No, she went four for four legit. Four for four. Like first four ever. Yeah. And then Stupid. on the video, she does it. See, if I would have done it, I'm a celebrator. Yeah. Like I'm like, in your face, you know, all that kind of, she just kind of giggles, turns around and like, I meant to do it. And I'm right. like, that's my dog. Which right is there. even worse. Yep. Which is even worse. I love it. The arrogance. Mm-hmm. I'm over here. If I get one, I am so freaking happy. I'm the happiest person on the planet. I think she did a really good job of building you up on her social media. Oh, I think tried. that's really what we were we needed to do. No, I don't need to be built up. Oh, he I'm looks not that, so cute as a hunter. I'm not that fragile. <laughs> oh, look at him. He's not, holding a gun. If you want to go and see what she's talking about and being very sarcastic about, <laughs> it's up on my Instagram, Brandon Baxter in the morning, on Facebook, which is Brandon Baxter in the morning, also on Twitter, Brandon on BBITM. We can be friends there. If you want to be on the socials with me, let's go. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So imagine this. You see your significant other's diary. It's laying there and you're tempted. Do you read it or not? Kelly says she would read it. I honestly say if I saw my wife's diary, I wouldn't read it. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to have the information. I might as well just say I found it and read it in front of her because I couldn't hide it. And y'all, if you're like me and you're hearing Brandon say that and you're you're like that is 100% you're a liar. I'm here to tell you. I know him very well. He seriously there's no way he could lie. There's Worst no way. Worst liar ever. Worst 100%, liar ever. Yeah. And you learn over the course of time that you're going to get caught anyway, but like I'm caught instantly. <laughs> right. So I just stop lying. Which is a great trait. Just don't lie yeah, and you don't have course. to worry about anything. So, anyway, uh what are people saying on social media? 
Let's see. Penny Wilson says, I would probably read it, but I wouldn't let him know I did. Oh, Penny, yep. come on. Christy Co- Cochran says, I'm definitely reading it with a laugh face. Oh. Uh, Crystal Compton uh, says, no, but back when my kids were younger, I would read theirs. Now, I could see where that might be beneficial. It's like my wife going through Kai's chats. Oh, definitely. Or his text messages yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So. Uh, I love this one. Stacy Fisher says, my husband's would probably have football plays in it. And then she put <laughs> hashtag coach's wife problems. Yeah. Um, and then Taylor Grove said, no, I wouldn't. Wouldn't read it. And then Lindsay said, no way, Jose. Yeah. So you don't want to go and read the diary. A lot of people are saying they wouldn't do it. Maybe for fear of what they might find out. Uh, so far on Instagram, wow, we're still sitting at 50-50. People say they wouldn't read it. So, And maybe the people who say they wouldn't read it really wouldn't want somebody to read theirs. And that's part right. of it. Yeah. You know what I'm I saying? That. But there's a part of me that wishes I would have diaried so much of my life, especially like my travel journeys yeah, and definitely. people that I was with and stuff like that. Like that I didn't. Hey, I, I traveled with so-and-so, this mm-hmm. big famous wrestler, or we had this experience because I've had so many really wild life experiences, but because I've had so many, it's hard for me to remember. Right. So I wish I would have mm-hmm. journaled those. So anyway, what would you think if you saw your significant other's diary laying right there? Would you read it? Facebook.com slash Brandon Baxter in the morning. Brandon Baxter in the morning. So if you go back and check out today's Brandon Baxter in the morning podcast, we dive deep into the conversation about diaries where Kelly reveals <laughs> Whether she would read her husband's diary if she were to find it. And it might surprise some of you guys. We also talked to my wife who weighs in on the same thing and uh, doesn't surprise me. But here's a reason I wouldn't do it. I'm just going to say I wouldn't do it. I would not read somebody's diary. That is bad. We talk about that on today's podcast, the Brandon Baxter in the Morning podcast, which is available wherever you get podcasts. Kelly Perry. What's on TV tonight? The final episode of Demi Lovato, Dancing with the Devil, on YouTube. Yep. Tonight's schedule also includes The Flash, NCIS, Supergirl, This Is Us, FBI, New Amsterdam, FBI Most Wanted, and tonight on Stephen Colbert, Brandy Carlisle. All right, hope you guys have a great day, and we'll talk to you back here tomorrow morning on Brandon Baxter in the morning.